Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. I'm joined today by Dr. Christopher Macklin, and we're going to talk uh, ETs. We're going to talk about all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, Dr. Macklin, thanks so much for coming on. Tell us a little bit about how you got into, uh, you know, the ET information uh, from your childhood. I guess from, as, a, as a small child, you started having uh, visitations. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> so, even the age of four, you know, I remember specifically big old reptilian turn up in the room and, you know, and I said, Dad, Dad, there's, there's a reptilian thing, you know, over here. I don't know what it was, but, and he comes running, where is it? And I, oh, he can't see it. And it's, the problem is, you know, with these things is, it's not just about the viewing of them. It's about the feeling of them. You know, you feel this darkness in your chest, like, wow, this is not good, you know, and so... I learned very quickly when he'd gone, oh, it's just a bad dream. Well, it wasn't, you know, and I realized that, but um, even at the age of four. So when he'd left, um, I'd just, get out of my room. It went, oh, wow, that works. And from that first time, I realized that, you know, if you command them with enough authority, they have to leave. That's kind of some of the universal laws. And then okay. later on, of course, you're wandering around, I could see ships in the sky. Dad, Dad, there's a ship in the sky. No, it's just, I think he thought I had a wild imagination. But... I realized as I was getting a little bit older that if I kept doing it, he's probably going to send us to a psychiatrist and put us on Largatrol and <laughs> dumb you down completely. So look, I think I better just shut up. And, you know, now he thinks I'm nuts. You know, the biggest compliment I've ever had from him is probably about two years ago. Is, You're actually barking mad. Oh, Dad, thanks for the compliment. <laughs> and I said, Dad, it depends on your perspective. I think I'm normal. And, you know, I think you're nuts, but that's okay. <laughs> that's fantastic. I remember, about, I remember about four weeks ago, you know, he said, well, we've got a bigger problem on this planet. I said, what's that? He goes, global warming. I said, oh, really? He said, I know it because the BBC told me. I said, so, so what's happening? He goes, well, Cows are passing wind and creating global warming. And I said, uh, okay. Oh, right, okay. So he's, cows farting is creating low. I said, well, we've got a solution, America. What's that? He said, well, you give them tom-toms, they, the, the stomach settles down, and we're good to go. No more farting. <laughs> and honestly, he actually believed this stuff. And I thought, wow, you know, it's just nuts. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, it's, it's so funny, too, because, you know, there's we're around people that know what we do and, and we talk all this all this amazing stuff but they're still locked into this you know this mind control a lot of times uh so how, how did you uh, start to learn you know at an early age uh you know how to like you just said you could like force them away but there was more that that happened for you going forward what what actually happened well you know i realized i was pretty different but then you know i think i was meant to be a sleeper for a while so I've got a degree. I mean, I, I've got severe dyslexia, so you're probably going to say, how the heck do you write books? Well, you know, I get a ghostwriter, I dictate them. It's not my gift, and, you know, I realise that. But anyway, so, you know, I struggled at school. I was in the media class, brilliant at maths, but terrible at English. And, of course, when you're in England, which I'm not now, thank goodness, in fact, I'm an American citizen. I've detached from the uh, reptilian queen's, you know, throne and whatever, you know. But I think, I think you know, I was in the media class, and 
you know, moved up and then I worked on aircraft systems and I was sponsored to a degree. And I remember being so excited. I got home and my dad said, you're too thick to get a degree. Right, I'm going to get one. You're too thick to get a master's, got one of those as well. So I got them all. And uh, But, you know, I'm I'm grateful for him. He's a narcissist, passive aggressive, everything else. But I'm, I'm very grateful for him being in my life because he's, you know, I managed to do the opposite of what he said. And of course, you know, you go into consulting, earn a fortune, um, then start to build, you know, refurbished houses, built this, started this massive project, 176 apartments. I don't know what I was thinking, but anyway, I thought it was a good idea at the time. And this was in 2007, the bank phones, and they said, well, those apartments are worth £220,000. They're now worth ninety. Yeah, I want the money back in 14 days. And I thought... This is millions of pounds, not just, you know. And if you're in the club, of course, in the, you know, Illuminati, whatever you want to call it, Masonic Lodge Club, they would just take it over. But, of course, I wasn't and never would be. So mm-hmm. went completely bankrupt within about a month. I mean, I lost the marriage. Everything went pear-shaped. Ended living out of a car, which is – and I'm six foot five. <laughs> living out of this Volkswagen Polo, you know. And it was like my wardrobe and everything else. And you know, I just moved around, met some Knights Templar guys who were just all corrupt as well. And then, um, you know, it led me – one day I went to Belize and I went to Achantovic in Belize. And, um, you know, I was really spending time meditating. And they showed me all my past lives. Not that it matters what you were then. Who cares? You know, it's actually what you do now, in my opinion, that counts. But, mm-hmm. but I do believe that, you know, star seeds have come back over the last 4,000 years to train – at different times, you know, and we've still got the same people here, you know, the the uh, Vatican with the Roman Empire and everything else, it's still here, you know, people don't realise that, they think, oh, you know, it fell, no, it didn't. <laughs> it's right in your face, it's just a little bit more subtle. So anyway, I, I went to Belize, showed me past lives, and from there, um, I was invited to come and stay in Hollister, where the ministry building is now, and uh, I liked it here. And then, you know, suddenly transferred over and uh, got married, and you know, got a citizenship, and here we are. And opened a you know non for profit ministry in quotes. It's it's not you know it's not Christian by any means or anything. Uh, it's just a, a non for profit that we can actually do healings with, you know. And I really focused on my healing gift. And I think that's really important. Connecting, I found out I was McKeel's that being, and there's actually five of us here. Um, I've, I know them all. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people who think they're McKeel's that being, they're, they're kind of connected to the order of McKeel's that, which, again, the order of everything has been hijacked, Christianity, everything. So, um, but I was born as McKeel's that being, I've got uh, 80, about 84% you know, DNA-ish um, to get the soul here. You know, some some of the star seeds, of course, as you probably know, you know, like Palladians, you can be born here without having a raise because there's enough DNA of the Palladians in here. But certain factions like Arcturians or because that, you know, you have to be spliced at birth to get you down here. That's why my father has no kind of... <laughs> I should have said, oh, yeah, you're not my father, but he said, well, your mother's never slept around. No, no, it's a long story. <laughs> but we won't go there because he was just, you know, whatever. But it's been interesting. It's It's been an amazing journey. I thank I thank God for the bankruptcy, whoever you believe God is. I, I define God as God, God as prime creator of all it is, you know. But I, I thank 
the universe, God, whatever, for going bankrupt because it really teaches you about what's important and it's not stuff. I mean, we've got plenty of stuff at the ministry. We've got all this IT crap and everything else. But you need it because, you know, if you want to get the word out, but do I value it? No, not at all. You know, so so it taught me about stuff. And um, now, you know, it's pretty successful. We work on thousands of people a week. And, uh, of course, they do watch it. <clears throat> you know, I've had a couple of instances like this thing grew when uh, – and it was, you know, I know you know about the CIA, because, uh, but they dusted us with a bioweapon uh, five, no, seven years ago now. But, uh, it was actually in Los Angeles at the Hilton at LAX, and I knew it because I felt it. And then I got really sick, you know. It was, so I worked with a lady, and I have done for all the time that I've ran the ministry, because, you know, the thing is about healing, you need to understand how this stuff works. Now, Morgellons disease has been around. You know what Morgellons is. It's been around. It's DARPA's baby. You know, it's been around for a long time. Uh, they used to trigger with satellite frequencies, which are terahertz. And this lady has actually taken people to court, different factions, and won because she's she can measure the frequencies at terahertz, how they react. Uh, she knows what's released in nanospheres and all this sort of thing. So... Yeah, uh, it's it's been an incredible journey, you know. I mean, I was overwhelmed by this stuff because I thought, not because of what it is, but the fact that anyone could ever develop it, you know. And it's it's great technology, you know. So it's 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 been a really interesting journey. Yeah, interesting. So the CIA targeted me uh, because I basically revealed <clears throat> stuff about ETs. Why do you think the MI six targeted you? Uh, because I've got a lot of knowledge, and you know they also know who's here. Um, one of my one of my projects. If I do, you look at all podcasts, but one of my projects is an off-planet pyramid to bring them here, and we're building with the Actorians. The Mackenzie beings work very closely with the Actorians, and uh, mm -hmm. and we're meant to do the project. You know, one's nine hundred ninety-nine point nine nine feet tall, six 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 point six six feet tall. 333.333 feet tall, you know, they've got to be built exact. So they're being built off planet. They're going to come down here at the right time. Where are they going to be placed in America? I don't want to say because, of course, you'll get one of the deep state people buying up all the land, you know, around where we're supposed to site them, but they're coming here, you know. So so we're making connections, you know, hopefully with Trump um, and a few others because we need somebody to say, yeah, this is fine, you know, otherwise – you're going to get a resistance with them because they don't want them here. Yeah, I've uh, I've built some uh, like little structures to send energy down some ley lines when I used to go overseas in Islamabad and Kabul and some places like that. There's energy lines that run through there. I know you're into energy lines. What what I'd love to see is they they bring one of those pyramids and just plop it right on top of the Georgia Guidestone, just crush them. So that that'd be perfect. So. <laughs> Well, the pyramids have got a, a job, and, you know, mm -hmm. I think most people think, oh, it's the deep state, get rid of them, we're good to go. But that's not the case. What about the big reptilian element underneath the planet uh, yep. that's uh, that's in charge of it, you know? And, um, of course, the reptilian hybrids who appear doing all the stuff, you've got to eliminate those before you've actually solved the problem. Otherwise, we're going to continue, and, you know, you get rid of the, you know, the hybrids, and in 50, 100 years they'll have them all back doing the same thing. So what the pyramids are is they're actually stargates. They're different than the Giza ones. They were built by the Palladians. I don't even know that. But, um, you know, they were brought down here. You know, we can't build them that accurate. We don't have the technology. But mm -hmm. 
Well, these things are being built. Once they're down here, they'll they'll power uh, the ley lines up so much. So the you know the biggest one has got to be set on the ley line, so it can actually inject the energy and blow out all the satanic symbology and everything else that's blocking the ley lines. And it, it'll be a good project, but it's a big project, you know. I mean, I don't know how much it's going to cost, but we've got to get a hundred thousand acres, you know, even at five thousand dollars an acre, it's five hundred million dollars or whatever. So. Yeah. You know, you're talking about a lot of money, but again, we've got the bankers to back it. So, you know, there's some top people working on it. That's not my deal. You know, I, I said to the God, well, look, you know, it's way out of my league. <laughs> I'll just do, I'll just do the pyramids. You produce the money and, you know, you just let it happen and it unfolds. It's amazing. That's fantastic. So, uh, yeah, the ETs, the greys, uh, I guess they have pretty much, uh, left the earth plane. So to a certain extent, uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it was about, I think it was about three. I lose track of time and I don't keep time, but, you know, it was about three years ago. Mm-hmm. I do chair the Galactic Federation with two other McKillsdeck beings. And, you know, and there's a lot of, and people talk about different factions, you know, oh, there's Galactic Federation of Palladians and different, you know, this is this is policing all time space. We sat on the, uh, we sat in and talked about it for quite a long time. And it was about, the difference between education and violation, you know, and there's a very close call in my opinion on it. I don't really agree, Michael. So what's education? Well, you know, before you come down here, you realize they show you what you can encounter, like you've got reptilians, you know, they can attach to you, you can't see them. They're in the fourth dimension. You've got snake beings and first and second, but all these sort of things. You've got manipulation, you know, uh, from, from, you know, deep state and uh, people are programmed to be narcissistic, passive-aggressive. And, you know, of course, you know, you're in God's queue. Well, I'll volunteer. I don't know what you were thinking. But then you get down here, you think, oh, my God, this place is nuts, you know. And um, But I love it. So the education is, you know, having closed the veil off, you, you're on your own and you have to learn how to manage these beings again, you know, and get them out by the power of, in quotes, maps of intent. But if someone paralyzes you, you know, a ship comes over, paralyzes you and takes you and steals your sperm, steals your eggs or puts implants as well to monitor you, you know, because sometimes they make the, per, you know, the lady pregnant for, I don't know, probably about a month and they, you know, they abduct them again, take it out, you know, and they've got, you know, they felt pregnant and then suddenly they don't. And they feel, but they always feel violated. And uh, so, you know, the greys, um, because of that, that is violation, you know, no doubt about it. It's not education, it's violation. So they were ordered off the planet uh, three years ago. The interesting thing about it is that they're still kind of coming back, not not in, not in as many as they used to be, but they're kind of coming back because what they're doing is they're coming in portals. So if they come in a portal, they're not actually in this time space, they're in a different time space. So they're still manipulating uh in, in England, we call them cheeky blighters, you know, but I don't really call them here. Yeah. That's probably an underestimated term, but, uh, but they're manipulative, you know. And they gave us all this technology. It's, you know, I look at this planet and feel quite sad, really, that all this nanotechnology and the chemtrails and stuff in the water and, you know, bioweaponry that they're using now, and you think, how, how on earth did you get the year? But, you know, but it's up to us as, as people to stand up and, and make the change, you know, or help make the change. So we know that they've uh, they've come in and they've uh, you know just recently had this bioweapon that that came in. Uh, where where do you think that came from, and what do you think ultimately that does? And how I know you do a lot of healings in your ministry and so forth. 
how how can we uh overcome this uh heal ourselves and so forth so how did it come you're talking about the vaccine stuff yeah exactly well, you know, we know about the paperclip project. We know, you know, that uh, you know Hitler got the Greys and connected with them and started doing, um, uh, you know, obviously giving them technology, started testing it, and then it was transferred. Of course, the USA DARPA has got all these things, mm-hmm. and they they test it all out. So this nanotechnology is something else. You know, it's you know for people who don't know, it's ten to the minus nine small, and I think. At the moment, the narrative, you know, from the average scientist is, oh, it's graphene oxide, but it's not. It's not just graphene oxide. It's got all sorts of things bound to it. No. How they do it, I don't know. But, but but they actually grow these things. They also grow CMOS chips inside them. You know, 0.1 of a nanometer small, they create a ray. So they become sensors. So you've got graphene oxide tubes, which isn't just graphene oxide. It's, it's a whole slew of like nylons, nylon 33, 36. It's got silicates bound into it. It's got plant material bound into it, and it can also transmit and receive frequencies. So you become a beacon of 5G, and they can obviously monitor your body, depending on where these things are, where they migrate to. Um, they can monitor your body, so they can see whether you just had sex, they can see whether you're sleeping, whether your heart rate's up, everything else, what compounds you have in your body. And, you know, if you've got compounds, you become worth something, you know. And, of course, you're an asset of the United States. The nanospheres are kind of different in terms of uh you can have up to i i did get it wrong actually and i apologize for everyone it's 92 uh viruses you can load in a nanosphere i thought it was 96 i was speaking to dr hill the other day no you got it wrong. It's 92. okay but um but what they do is like having a, a sphere and it's like drilling holes in the sphere 92 holes and then you load it with whatever you want anthrax poison something you know, cover the top over uh, with a little trigger so that it's triggered by frequencies. And, you know, what's interesting is, as an example, um, I know Dr. Hildy worked with some nuns from the Vatican. They left the Vatican. Uh, and then the Vatican got pretty upset with them because they realized how satanic it is. And, you know, if you don't know that, I don't know what to tell you. But so anyway, they dusted them with the same in quote, smart dust or nanospheres. And they all got sick with a different virus. So how's that? Well, they've all got the same nanospheres, but, you know, they're triggered by different frequencies. And wow. so if you if you hit one frequency, you're going to get, like, cyanide released. In another frequency, you're going to get state venom, whatever. But, of course, they're not detectable. They've, they've sank through the skin. So they all got different, you know, she helped them all get well. And I know they sued the Vatican. I believe they won, you know, and... Uh, it's just crazy because she can prove this stuff. You know, that's the thing about proving this stuff. It's kind of, it's off the charts because no one's come across it. You know, I still talk about it now. And Virology's saying, oh, there's Nanosphere. I don't know what they are. Well, they're, they're a kill switch, you know, and they've got them in the vaccines. So, so if we go back to the, uh, if you look at the Morgellons particles, it's the same thing. You know, this is the, you know, the um, training for, the vaccine job. So what are Morgellons particles? Well, first of all, I mean, I've come across people in the last 14 years where, like I say, they've shone frequencies, the stuff, but it's intelligent. It's got an intelligence about it because it's artificial intelligence. So, so what it means is when you get this stuff in your body, it actually uh, assembles itself and it grows. It doesn't just assemble, it grows. So how do you get growth? Well, if you look at an, you know, a nanoparticle, it's made of graphene or 
based on carbon 60. That's what you need for growth. Then it's bound with other things which will grow with it in some way. Uh, and then what else do you need? Oxygen, warmth, and moisture. It's got all that in the body. So what happens with these, what happens with this um uh this Morgallon's particles, all these particles, is they start to assemble themselves and grow right through the body. And I've had people who felt like, you know, transhuman. This is what transhuman is. It takes over the body, you know, it's it's crazy stuff. So and in addition to that, of course, it changes now. They've got a DNA, they've got CRISPR technology and all this sort of thing to uh, cut out certain ge genetics and uh, change the DNA of your whole body. Uh, if you change the DNA of the whole body, what happens then? Well, your soul's not compatible with your body, so it actually lifts out the body because it can't integrate because it's not the same body. And that's what we're seeing now is um, people checked out, but they're becoming very kind of reactive with this vaccine. Why is that? Because what part of the Archon Covenant, which is one of the beings, it's, it's got no, it's got no body, but it floats through dimensions, second, third, and fourth dimension. When you lift out your body, it attaches to you, and it can just sit there because you can't get back in your body. So it takes over the body, and that's an interesting thing. That's what they wanted to do. So it's part of the Archon Covenant, I think. Hmm. So yeah, so I a lot of mortuary, uh, you know people that are getting bodies they're saying that they're seeing all this tubing uh they've actually shown it on films it's it's almost like the body is being taken over and reproduced and like being cyborg out or something is that some of the oh, stuff yeah yeah. Hmm. yeah yeah but the other thing is i mean depending on the chromosome chromosome i think it's chromosome 53 i mean doctors don't know we've got that many but if you affect chromosome 53, your immune response, <clears throat> what happens is you get bugs growing. And I've seen bugs just walk out, you know, you get a little hole and, you know, like a an opaque wasp, you know, like a, you know, a more, you know, I don't even know what wasp is, but it's one of those stingy things, but it's like opaque just walks out your skin. And oh my God, all bugs walk out, spiders. It depends how the immune responds. So, you know, but it's, it's kind of sad really, because I think, you know, this has been developed because one of the things about it is the Morgellons particles, we think about it, are in the chemtrails. So we're all sprayed. So why don't we get Morgellons? Well, it depends how robust your DNA is to uh, keep it dormant. Because, you know, you've got part I've got particles in me. We've all got particles. You know, you can't help it, you know. So, um, and the other thing that's abound to these particles, well, is Borrelia, which is the spirochete of Lyme disease. And so if people get more gallons, they get Lyme disease. Now, they've changed it in the vaccine because what they've done is put spike protein and HIV microinserts into it. So now instead of getting Borrelia, I mean, you know, HIV AIDS is almost the same as Lyme disease. It does the same thing. So they've put that in instead. So there's a lot of stuff in it. And to top it off, and this is this is what stumped me for a while. You know, I was working on more gallons. I applied a thing called space-time contumely or tacking energy to it. It fried the particles if they're in this dimension. But what happens if they have the ability to switch dimensions? You know, so you start frying them. Oh, they're not here. And then as soon as you stop, they come back. And you think, okay, how are we, how are we going to lock them uh, onto a timeline, this dimension? Now, the... The Mechizedek beings were responsible for creating the Akasha Records, you know, with Prime Creator, whatever you want to do. But anyway, so it's one of the things they did. So, so I have the ability or the gift to be able to split your timeline in two. How does that work? Well, if you split your timeline in two, you go on a path of 
divine alignment, complete wellness, where all the stuff is at your body, particles and Borrelia and anything else, and all the stuff, which is the particles plus, you know, um, lime plus HVAs, aged orange, and any other vaccine components are split out in a timeline to the sun. So as we separate it, it starts to strip out the body. But what it means is, you know, these particles are on a timeline to the sun. If they go to the fourth dimension, for example, they go there. When they come back, they're locked on the Akashic Record timeline. They cannot get off it. And that's what that was the big breakthrough about three years ago to find a way of locking these particles so that they can't hide. When they come back in this dimension, they're stuck on this timeline. And it's it's had profound effect. We're working on thousands of people. Well, sorry, not thousands, hundreds of people. Yeah, um, probably about 380 people up to now to strip the vaccines out, strip more gallons out, strip Lyme, HIV, AIDS, and everything else. And it's, it's, it's worked. Agent Orange. Fantastic. Now you you've been doing this since a little boy. You've you've kind of like you know started the healing process. So you've obviously advanced it to an incredible level. You're you're going into the Galactic Council and so forth. How to tell us a little bit how you go into the Galactic Council and and have uh, meetings and so forth. That's that's fascinating. It can happen two ways. If it's in this dimension, uh, they can pick you up. And again, they do wipe the conscious because they always do that. Make sure that no one can read your mind. But of course, the subconscious is always there. So, so if you go here, you actually go on a ship, and you know when you've been on a ship because when you come back, you feel as though you've been beat with a baseball bat. Your whole body aches because they go so fast. You think, "Oh my god, I can hardly move." <laughs> it, it takes about a day to get over it. They always give me notice, like five or ten minutes. But you know, of course, if it's in different dimensions, they just take your soul. Yes, you know you've gone, but you know. But basically, you need to be on the bed because if your soul's not in your body, you're in a coma for a while. Mm-hmm. And one, one day they didn't give me notice and I was near the bed and I thought, I've got a feeling I might be going. And then I was clapped by the bed and I was gone for about 10 or 15 minutes. And wife, well, oh my God, he's had a strap. Oh, hang on a minute. It might be the Galactic Federation. Because <laughs> I told her, never take me to a hospital unless, you know, I've been in a car wreck and I'm in bits because I will not go there. Yeah, because I think they're death camps, you know, but that's just my opinion. Mm. So, yeah, that's how it travels. And it could be in ships. It can be in different planets. It, it just depends. You know, I've been to several, a lot of them, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't go to all of them because, of course, it depends what you're doing down here. So, yeah. So what, what kind of stuff do you, that's interesting that they wipe your, your memory so that they can't come in and, and, and read your mind and find out what you were doing. Wow. That's, I never thought of that. That's, that makes a lot of sense. So, but you do have some kind of memories. What, what are some of your memories as far as like, you know, what you can share, you know, what you do out there in the galactic council, what you guys talk about and who's involved. It's like, it, this is fascinating. There's actually a ton of beings involved. I mean, when you, you know, it's funny because you don't have loudspeakers, all right, testing one, two, you know, is everyone listening? <laughs> it doesn't work like that. It's, it's, it's telepathy, and you can talk to people by telepathy. Mm. I mean, there's literally, in, in this Galactic Federation, which the McKeelsdat beings are in, it's, it's huge. But you don't get all the beings there. It depends how involved they are. I mean, for example, in, you know, down here, the Actorians have a massive involvement. Obviously, the Palladians do. Uh, you've got the Lumerians, you know, they're doing crystal stuff. You know, there's a whole slew of beings helping to try and keep the planet off the wobble and, you know, trying to stabilize it, get the vibration up. 
So it, it just depends how many are there, you know, uh, who need to be there. You know, you don't need all the beings in different time space. You'd be there for, you know, you'd have billions of beings. And, you know, so there's just the people really involved, particularly with, you know, this planet. And, you know, that we're always talking about violation education. One of the things that, you know, you probably know as well is that um, obviously there's a universal law in this third dimensional world that prime creator, because that whoever you are, cannot get involved because it's free will down here. And so how would you get over that law? Well, you ask starseeds to volunteer. Yeah, I'll volunteer. And then you're born down here. And then they've got to get into a place where they start asking for help, you know, because no help will come unless you ask. And that's why the Machilzdat beings and Actorians are here, you know, Palladians, Lumerians, Adventarians, Andromedans. There's a there's a ton of starseed or whatever you want to call, you know, indigo children, crystal children, whatever you want to call them. It's all the same. I think the only difference is when I was born, um, they didn't have all the gifts because they hold it back. Because when I was born, you know, like, uh, I don't know, 30 years ago, well, online, <laughs> maybe 40 years ago. <laughs> no, 1962. I mean, I think I was held back. Um, and there's a reason because my, my soul was split in two because the other person who was here had to uh, do certain things and then, uh, they thought she died, and uh, but she didn't. But uh, and then it's my job to come in with a pyramid project, you know. So uh, that was pretty interesting. So that oh, that's amazing. So we're we're looking we're looking at uh, you know people that are interested. You know, I talk to people all the time. How do I determine, you know, what star seed I am? Am I a star seed? Uh, my thoughts are we're pretty much all star seeds. What what were your feelings, and how do you determine? Uh, what kind of a star seed you are? Um, well, what you got to do is meditate on it. I mean, it took me a while uh, to meditate with because that being as I knew was McKill's that, and I meditated and nothing happened. Meditation, I think, well, you know, it's been a week now. They're not contacting me. And in the end, I just said, you know what, guys, you're going to show up eventually because I'm doing it. And it, it sounds brutal, but they, they don't want to waste their time with people who aren't committed. So I define starseed, yeah, everyone's a light being, uh, but I'm talking about starseeds where they, instead of coming back here to learn, because you've got there, you've got the spiritual consciousness, you know, and therefore, you know, prime creator or Bekildex or Akhtorian say, look, we want volunteers, and yeah, I'll volunteer. So you volunteer to come here, as opposed to you coming here to learn. You're not coming here to learn, you're coming here to help. It's a very different uh, very different thing because you evolved enough to be able to have the understanding of, you know, getting help from the off planet beings. And that's, that's what we're here for to get over the free will third dimensional law, because, you know, this place is pretty screwed at the moment, but it's, it's, it's going to come out of it, you know? Yeah. So uh, star seeds are basically here to help the evolution, the, you know, the rising to the higher dimensional consciousness. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, it's funny, I've had people do readings. I said, well, we're 80% there, and I'm looking outside. And, Are you sure you're talking about the same planet? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of not seeing it. But to be honest, Michael, I'm, you know, involved people, I'm talking about people who are awake, where they've really done their work, you know. Right. They don't get reactive. They're not narcissistic. They really understand people. They're really chilled. And they're completely out of the matrix, which I am. I'm not interested in the matrix at all. But it doesn't affect me, you know, if you don't allow it. Uh, but you know, I'm not just talking about someone. Oh, I think there's something going on in America. You know, um, you know that's not awake to me. You know, awake is completely there. You know, and there's only about what 
at the moment is about 2.5% of people who are completely awake on this planet, which is, but you think, oh my God, how do we get to 100%? You don't need to. We need to get to 8.7% collective of awake. And that's our job to, you know, help people through it, you know. Um, and it takes a lot, you know, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of education and help and, you know, whatever. What What do you see as far as like, you know, time frame for that? That's uh, two. 2.5 or whatever to 8.7 that seems like a leap that's quiet uh what do you how do you think that happens i think well i don't like saying time frames particularly because i feel as though the the you know i feel as though, i mean the pyramids are going to start arriving hopefully back end the next year and that's going to help a lot in raising the vibration but don't forget the collective here is also including the reptilian element so how are we going to get our collective consciousness? And, you know, it's not just human. It's it's the consciousness of the planet and the beings on the planet, which includes reptilians, draconians, you know, uh, the greys are off it, of course. But, you know, then you've got archons. I mean, they're not particularly people here, but, you know, you've got to try and raise it with them on it. You know, it's going to be a struggle. So I think the pyramids by, as the planet raises in vibration, of course, can these things stay here? No, they can't live in a high vibration place. So, They'll have to leave or they're going to perish. And, you know, I think that's an important instrument in helping this planet to actually raise its vibration a lot, you know. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think that a, a lot of people that, you know, maybe got the vaccination or whatever, uh, maybe not as evolved like we're talking about as far as consciousness level. They, they chose, you know, a, a different path. Uh, hopefully we can, you know, help them to a certain extent, uh, you know, uh, overcome overcome those problems and i think you you've got some answers for that but uh, a lot of people just don't choose the right things and that's because they're no. not doing the work and uh not not preparing themselves they came in with a certain idea what this is going to be like and maybe they didn't they chose not to do the work so um you you made a good point i, I, I was listening to one of your other interviews where you said that don't get so attached to people that are low vibration that try and steal your energy and so forth. You know, you have to, you have to, you have to be around good people, have to be around people that have the, you know, the same type of vibration, the same type, same type of ideas. So I think that's a, that's a major uh, move as well. So. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not judging. You know, I had a, my father, of course, you know, talk about father or whatever. Yeah. He basically was upset because I didn't take the vaccine. Well, I'm not taking the shit, you know, um, if it, my life depended on it, not doing it, you know, because right. well, that's really selfish. Okay. <laughs> and I said to him one day, I said, look, dad, your view of the vaccine from the BBC and ITV and all the shit that, you know, you listen to, I didn't say shit, but all the stuff, you know, the amazing uh, information you're, you know, uh, acquiring from the BBC mm -hmm. is your understanding from your perspective. My understanding from true, like, you know, this lady I work with is a top leading toxic, she's an industrial toxicologist. She's been working with Morgellons for 40 years. She knows this stuff backwards. She knows everything. DuPont, all these big firms have put all their plastics and everything's bound into it. And so my perspective is I think she knows a little bit more than the BBC, you know. And uh, But I said, that's my perspective. I said, but I said to him, who's right or wrong? He goes, well, um, I said, do you want me to answer? 
No one's right or wrong. You're right for your perspective. I'm right for my perspective. Let's just respect each other and love each other and stop judging, you know. And he goes, oh, yeah, you're right, you know. But, you know, that's what I teach people. Don't judge anybody, you know. Like you say, Michael, if they're on a journey of, you know, the death jab and it's okay, well, you know, they're on a journey, you know, and uh, it's part of their life uh, journey to transition or not transition. It's maybe, like you say, they don't want to do the work. A lot of people don't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of abductions. We heard about a lot of abductions in the past. You know, the graves are basically coming in and like you were talking about, you know, taking, uh, you know, body parts or cells or sperm or whatever from uh, people. And, uh, you know, because their I guess their planet was exploded or, and they came here and, you know, were basically, you know, milking off of us because they can't reproduce. So they've been kind of like, you know, <laughs> they've been kind of pushed off planet a little bit and uh splicing into us and all kind of crazy stuff but um uh there there are like you're talking about there there some of them are coming back do you think that some of them have evolved a little bit that's why they're allowed to come back you think there's a push because i know the you know the reptilians the draco and so forth you know are, are are still here and still making you know some impact on us how, how do you and you can see them you know i've seen them uh if you have your if your consciousness is a certain way, you can start to see some of this stuff. But, uh, you know, what do you see going forward as far as like these, these negative types or because we're asking for help, we're going to get help from the galactic federation. Like is, how is that going to evolve? Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's why the Actuans are building these pyramids and they have done for a long time. I mean, these things have been going on. It's actually in the scriptures or some of the scriptures, uh, there's some tablets found by, uh, I think it was the Mormons in, in actually near Branson, uh, you know, uh, wherever it, it specified what these things were. They were just tablets, and it's it's linked in the Bible somewhere. And so, you know, they've been known about it for a long time. <laughs> but I think, you know, my view of the reptilians, like Anunnaki, is are they all dark? And the answer is probably not, you know, because if you look at the, you know, if you look at Hitler's lot, you know, uh, the Nazi um the Nazi soldiers, were they all dark? No, they were just brainwashed, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of them didn't want to do these things, but they didn't have the uh, the guts to stand up saying, no, I'm not doing it, even if your life depended on it. And so, you know, my opinion is there are uh, some good reptilians who redeem themselves. Draconians, uh, not so much, you know. Uh, they're pretty dark as anything. And, and, of course, the problem with these reptilians, which people don't realize, is that there's child farms because they feed them you know, underground to the reptilians. So, well, the kids in these dumbs, you know, and it's further down than that. I mean, these caverns are huge, you know. Yep. You must talk about viewed them, you know, and they're pretty stinky as well, you know. So, um, I, I guess they don't have a shower in the morning or whatever, who knows, but they're, they're, they're evil, you know, it smells of death, you know. So do draconian caverns as well. They smell of death and, you know, part of it, wow. and, and, of course, they torch the kids, Draconians just absorb the blood and stuff, you know. They don't really eat the flesh that much. Reptilians just eat the whole lot, you know, including bones and everything. Mm. That's why kids just disappear. They digest them. So we're feeding our kids, you know, it's time to stop it, you know. it's This is not okay, you know. I mean, the child trafficking stuff is so out of control. People have no idea, you know. I've talked to people, nah, not in America. I said, okay. But the problem with the average human being is, you know, you hit them with something, two by four. Child trafficking, nah, it can't happen. They go back to their job. And then, again, after the 37th time, they go, oh, my God, there's child trafficking. I can't believe it, you know. And 
Uh, well, okay. It takes a lot to wake people up, you know, when they've been programmed. I always laugh at Montauk program, uh, not Montauk, sorry, uh, Project Mockingbird, you know. Uh-huh. You put some on the news and then my father's going to, you know, you know, repeat it back to me as the Mockingbird. <laughs> you know, like the cows farting, kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> you know, there's a Mockingbird program? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, was like, and you're, I was like, you're program. it. Yeah, they, they, they don't do that in the United States. And then I, I, I was overseas because I would, you know, I was working for the CIA for a while and I, I would see them doing the Mockingbird program. Oh, are you going to put this out in the press and you're going to put this out? And I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> Good thing they don't do that in America. And uh, so, I was, and then I got to America, and then I started looking. I was like, ah, they're doing it here too. Well, maybe not in Europe. And then I got to Europe. I was all throughout Europe for a while, and it's like, yeah, they're doing it in Europe. BBC, it's like it's full of it. I was like, oh my god, they're just like programming all of us. How long has it been going on for a while? So uh, yeah, you have to have to have to realize that. And like you say, you have to be hitting the head with it over and over again. You know, fortunately, I was I'm very open minded, and I would see it, and I was like, it's real. There it is. I see it. They're doing it. And then eventually I started to, you know, look around and it's like, yeah, they're doing it even more. So yeah, this, this awakening process is, is a slow go for a lot of people, unfortunately. Well, the reptilian, you know, the reptilians have this like three truths, one lie, you know? So I've even seen people who like do readings and, you know, they're doing readings, they're, they're um, channeling reptilian. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, Michael, you know, your father, you know, he's here and this and that. And, oh, my God, that's amazing. You know, and then, oh, your grandmother's here. She's got this hat. Oh, yeah, she used to wear the hat. And then suddenly they'll say, oh, Michael, you've got to go to France. And, you know, you should be buying that house with the pink roof, green doors and orange bricks. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And immediately they've set you off on a path, you know, of, of, you know, not on the right path, of course. So, of course, most of these people, they'll jump on a plane, go to France, they'll find that house because some crazy person has painted the house with all these cool. Oh, my God, you were right. I bought it. And that's a complete manipulation. Ah. Well, you know, a good way, and I would encourage people, you know, intuition, use your intuition. If it feels right, you know, if you think I'm talking complete blah, 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 that's okay, you know, but use your intuition because that's the only thing you have for your truth, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, it's the same with readings. You know, if it's not resonating, don't listen to it because it's nonsense. And, you know, a lot of readers, are uh, sadly, aren't, aren't clearing themselves, you know. And we have a prayer or a map of intent, which is called the 27 Eastern Mercabal Field Prayer. <laughs> and when you're doing... When I'm doing healings, you know, what we're trying to do is raise people's vibration. But, you know, if you don't protect them, what happens is within like two or three hours, you might get another reptilian attached to you. They're going to drag their energy down again. You're going nowhere. So I always tell people three times a day to help protect yourself, say this 27 esoteric Merkabah field, map of incense or prayer, whatever you want to call it, morning, mid-afternoon, evening, and it keeps you safe. The things can't get through that energy field. And that's so, so important, you know. I mean, the, the day of the guru is all over. I mean, all these gurus are collapsing. You don't need a guru. You don't need to go give all your money away and follow. I'm not a guru. I'm just a person. I want to make a difference and get you back to your sovereign self. So you get excited by life, leaping out of bed in the morning, going, oh, my God, I feel incredible. I mean, honestly, Michael, when I, when I was working for um, <clears throat> different factions, I worked for Marconi. You know, we did some seek-ahead uh, projects. I worked for um, Abyssinia. Um, 
not Albus, Albus Industries for a while. I worked for Castle Construction Aeronautics in Spain on the Eurofighter project for, you know, different guy, uh, different autopilot system, different things. Mm. And I hated it. And then I worked for Philips and hated that as well. You know, and I can think there's got to be something more than this, you know, because, you know, I'm not enjoying myself. And then suddenly you go bankrupt. Oh, my God. And then everything changes. Now I love it. You know, I'll leap out of bed. I'm 60 going on 20. So I mean, I can, I just love it, you know, and it gives you that inspiration to, uh, to get up in the morning. So. Yeah, that's definitely, uh, that's the way I feel as well. Now in your, your divine, uh, ministries, it's, it's really, really beautiful. Uh, looking at the page, I've been sharing it in the uh, chat. Uh, so the global enlightenment project you have is on, on your page. It says we're open mind, open heart and open spirit meet. Now for me, when my heart opened, uh, and I really started connecting with my intuition. That's really when uh, things started to go to a different level for me. What, where, at, at what point in your life did, I mean, cause you, you talk about how you went through that, that basically lost everything. I went through a period like that as well. Um, it, it seems to shift you. So you, there's no materialism anymore. And now you're the spiritual side, the spiritual side came through to me is basically, Oh, you're going to go back and share this, uh, this information with humanity. And I was like, ah, I don't think so. And they're like, no, you're going to do it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, so that, that opening of the, uh, the heart and the intuition, like you're talking about, that's where, that's where you're, uh, you have your real insights. What, at what point do people, can people do that? Where, where do you see and how do you guide people usually to, uh, you know, connect like that? Hello, this is Michael Jaco. If you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition, go to michaelkjaco.com, unleashingintuition.com, where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality. Well, all I do is, you know, we do some sessions with them to get the vibration, release the emotion. You know, we've all got way too much emotion. That's why people get sick, hundreds of thousands of layers. That's why you got cancer, you know, primary cause of cancer emotion, secretary causes pathogens, mutate to the cells, turn the tumor. So, of course, everyone's got cancers, you know, got toxicity. We've got all sorts of stuff going on. So we've got to fight through that and, and get to that level where you become a sovereign being again and release the emotion, you know, I'm sure, I don't know whether you felt it, Michael, when you went bankrupt, but I felt, you know, I don't like admitting this, but kind of powerless victim, like sorry for myself. And I had a pity party for a while, I was in tears a bit, couldn't get a job. And I remember couldn't get a job, tried 36 jobs, even cleaning, you know, let's try cleaning, I need some money. No, I thought, shit, you know, so why can't I get a job? Well, you're not meant to. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so they're kind of saying, stay on employment. You know, meditate every day, sort out your gifts. And, you know, when I was doing that, you know, my vibration went high and high because that being's connected with me. Weird stuff was happening, you know, um, you know, really weird stuff, you know. I mean, like, you know, for example, you can change the frequency of your hand, you can put it through a wall if you want, you know, if you really focus on it. But they don't let people do it because, of course, you know, if your hand's sinking, oh, my God, you know, you panic and then suddenly your hand changes in molecular structure and pfft, you know, it could turn water into all sorts of stuff and different things, you know. It's just, I don't do it now because I just think it's a circus, you know. It was meant for me in my private place to explore my gifts and understand it and so you can actually move forward. But but I think what point in your life? I, I think for a lot of people it takes a big transition. It takes a massive 
transition like bankruptcy, like marriage over, like, you know, everything happened all at once for me. And I was living out of a car and, you know, suddenly I was sitting there thinking, what happened? You know, right. okay, God, this is not, f I remember saying, this is not funny. <clears throat> I've worked for 21 years. I've earned all this money. And now I've got like five to 10 pounds of a pocket and nothing else. And so, well, it's the right time. What do you mean it's the right You know, I got pretty kind of upset. Like, what do you mean? You know, it's the right time. You'll see. And by God, I saw, but I didn't realize it right then. It, it, it takes a little bit of involvement. So, you know, you have your pity party for a little while. You know, everyone deserves that, you know. And then, and then you get over yourself and, you know, you start growing and growing. And from there, you become absolutely rock solid. And I think it's important as well because, like you say, Michael, if if you're spreading the word of the stuff you've seen, then you're a target. And so, same with me. I'm a target, you know, because, and, you know, I've got, you know, this this was actually, the stuff they uh, sprayed with was a tumor malaria, which is made in, you know, rat. It's, it's a particular bacteria in rats. MI6 actually uh, stock it, but I think the CIA must have used it. Uh, there was a binding agent that was banned, uh, sorry, a binding agent, and then there was a solvent that was banned after 1960 because it was so good at delivering things, you know, in, through the skin. Mm. And so they found every single thing at really high levels, Dr. Ildium body, you know, we did a toxicology report. So, so that was pretty interesting. So it shows that they're after you. But I think once you get to that really high vibration place where you know that nothing's going to touch me, full stop, there is no doubt, then... If you if you're in that faith place, you can create you can change the reality right at that time. And you know, it's like for example, I always give an example of a gun. Do I need a gun? No. You know, am I against people with guns? No, not at all. Because if you don't have the faith that if someone's in front of you, they're squeezing the trigger, uh, are you going to manifest your own death, or are you going to say, you know, can't touch me, full stop? If you really believe that, the universe will create in reality. Gun will jam. You know, personal collapse. Something will happen. And, you know, and you're good to go. So, you know, so to me, it's all about absolute faith and not just talking about, yeah, I've got faith in Jesus or God or whatever. I'm talking about to the death type faith. You know, if you can really hold that space, uh, you won't be touched by anything. And they've tried 289 times with me. So it's a lot of times, you know. My God. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been overseas and, uh, you know, I worked on uh, like different terrorists and stuff like that. I, I would send them love and, uh, I would remote view them and see, you know, a demonic shape or something on them. Uh, what, what, what are your views on the, uh, the, like the archons, uh, the demonic realm and so forth? Well, for sure. I mean, I always take the example of Ted Bundy, you know, you look at what, what drives somebody to do those horrific killings. It's not normal human behavior. Right. So it was interesting. I watched the documentary about him. You might think, what the hell did you do that for? Well, I wanted to understand what drove him to do it. And it was very interesting. The point came right at the end when uh, there was a there was a guy who, you know, like a reporter, and he said, you know, they gave me free will to, you know, so he's sitting there. And he said, when I talk third party, like, well, how would somebody do the, you know, well, well, you know, we would talk to him as a normal person, no problem. When he said, how did you do it? Eyes went black, got really aggressive, and he was taken over by a draconian, you know. Uh, and it's sad because, you know, that's not normal human behavior. And I, I agree with you. Now, terrorists and all these people, they've got an attachment. I mean, you know, uh, in different religions, they call, you know, like Anunnaki are called, uh, what are they called? Um, 
Oh, I've forgotten that. <laughs> anyway, they're called different things, but they're the same. They attach to you, but the draconians are very aggressive. Luciferians are even worse. I mean, they all connect to the Vatican. Uh, when you remove one of them, you know, your body can talk and always speaks through the voice box, a snarly, raspy voice, you know, and uh, and it's really interesting because you can see they're so aggressive, these things, and you can see how they can drive people to do crazy stuff, you know. So I thought it was interesting. So I agree with you. I think everyone who's, you know, doing terrorist or acts against humanity that are, you know, killing or anything else, they, they've got some sort of attachment. It's not normal human behavior. Or they may be a reptilian hybrid, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of the reptilian hybrids have no soul. Well, they have a soul, but they're, they've got no empathy. They have no value for life, you know. And that's why, you know, with CIA people, they always put their shades on because they don't want you to see their soul through their eyes because they're reptilian or hybrids or whatever. Yep. You can see them straight away, you know. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I've seen quite a few of them. I've seen their, uh, when they get angry, the eyes start to shift and get the little slits. I'm like, okay, time to back off. No, no, push that, that agenda. Anymore. Yeah. I love you. Bye. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about yourself. Okay. Yeah. You, you want to know all about us, but when we ask you a question about yourself, you get all pissed off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing though. Isn't it? But uh, you know, anti-attachments, it's not, you know, it's, this is not your normal human behavior. Right. I, I think the mind control in this country is, is, it's 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 going to take a lot to bring the country back, you know. Right. Even if you get rid of the deep state people or whatever, you know, people have been damaged by all this, you know, uh, these mind control programming things to, you know, it's it's taken away the sanctity of sex, you know. Making love to somebody is supposed to be a, a, a creation thing, beautiful thing, and it's just like nothing. The life, you know, someone's life, it's worth nothing, you know, in people's minds. And I think a lot of it to do is, my my personal opinion, I don't know what you think, but a lot of it is to do with these games that people go shooting all day and they play them and play them, and then suddenly that you know that's imprinted in their mind. It's mind control. So when they go out, they just feel as they're in a game and you can shoot anybody and it doesn't matter. You know, it's crazy. Oh it yeah, really it's crazy. And that that's kind of leading to uh, the the mass shootings that seem to be starting to pop pop up. Uh, I think we're probably going to see a lot more of those. And you know, th- some of that is like you're talking about the the programming. Uh, the MK Ultra, the you know the the press, the Mockingbird press is always constantly hitting us. And I, I think I saw one of your programs where, you know, they they take some of the movies and they actually um, put vibrational codes in the movies themselves. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's quite interesting. I mean, all these big corporations, you know, we are you know, Universal, whatever, you know. I don't want to spell them out because, uh, you know, we don't want lawsuits, but who cares anyway? Because, you know, it's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I know if you remote view, they, they can actually, what they do is they take the master tape that they make copies of or the master, you know, kind of card, whatever you want to call it, you know. And what they do is they put it on a Masonic temple and they do um, satanic rituals to stir up Luciferians to actually go after you. So when you play it, you know, when the Luciferians hear those, you know, those tones, it whips them up. And that's why we've got a maps of intent to remove it. It goes that far. You think, isn't it sad, you know, uh, that, you know, all these organizations have to manipulate, but it's, but it's there, you know, It, it goes in every walk of life, you know. Yeah, yeah, someone said to me the other day, you know, I said, well, there must be something that's not hijacked. And hang on a minute. 
Uh, oh, that'll be nothing. Everything's hijacked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> your food, your air, you know, your music, even you know the 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 hertz that it's on, you know, the frequencies change. You know? It's it's just crazy. But you know, we'll get back to it. You know, again, we've got to have faith because sometimes people get overwhelmed. Oh my god, it's so big, we can never get rid of this. Well, we can if we all group together and if we've all got a job to do. You know, I'm not a taker down. You know, I could never shoot anything. Uh, I would never own a gun because I don't need to. You know, uh, and but you know, I'm here to help we create and you know help things change. You know, I mean, we're hoping to uh, see Trump in the next probably three weeks. Uh, they've taken the passport already, and hopefully they've got authorization. Can I tell you what he says? Well, you know, it depends whether he allows me to or not. If we sign NDAs, who knows? But, but I'm excited about it because I think you know, I'm not into politics at all, um, nor is he really. But, and and I think you know, this is not about politics. It's about changing America from satanic to to light again. There's right. no politics involved with this. It's all it's all rotten to the core. You know, even judges, even. I'm not saying all judges, there are great people, you know, in all these organizations, including actually the CIA, FBI. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's rotten to the core people in it as well, you know. And, and what we've got to do is actually, you know, start turning this around and help. You know, it's like that mass shooting in Texas, you know, the the police for 40 minutes sat, sat outside eating donuts, you know, and let kids get killed. I mean, you know, it doesn't take a genius. I mean, if you don't know that that's a setup, then I don't want to tell you. you know, <laughs> it's, it's not, you know. And, you know, this, these false flags are happening. And, of course, the, the whole game is, is a genius thing going on from my perspective because I think it's happening. And, you know, if you, if you track it and as it's going forward, you know, with the Durham investigations, with Wise investigation, with all the things that are going on, it's, it's pretty genius. But it has to happen this way, of course, because... You know, the military or somebody can't just step in and take the, you know, take the government out because it's like a coup. You've got to show the people, you've got to show the world what's really happening. And, you know, they can see it, you know, I think. But I don't think we're quite at the precipice yet, but I think we're getting near. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I feel like I'm part of the, the secret space force on another realm. Um, what, what do you see for the – I think the secret space force – it's not really secret anymore, but I think that space force, uh, is going to integrate fairly soon as well. Cause, uh, Trump brought in, you know, this, the space force. And I think that, uh, we're moving in that direction when Trump comes back at some point and we start to turn some of this stuff around and that comes to the forefront. What, what do you see for that going forward? Um, yeah, I see, I see. I mean, I think the Space Force is, is off-planet beings as well. In fact, I know it is. You know, it's not just about, you know, human beings involved. I think it's a whole slew of off-planet beings helping. It's a Space Force, you know. He has mentioned it, you know. People don't really know what it is, but but it's needed, you know, because if you think about the CIA technology, I know what technology they've got. You know, they've even got quantum, you know, jumping. You can get to Mars in you know, 20 odd minutes, right. you know, they've got sites, uh, other people who have been in them, you know, uh, sites in New York where they look like lifts and, you know, the, the, the quantum jumping, you can get there in 20 some minutes. They've also got suitcases where you can move stuff, you know, so they've got this technology, you know, and if you're trying to go against that technology, you need technology yourself to be able to make it, you know, to make it through. So they do need off planet help, you know, for sure. And uh, I think the space force is going to really, happen and you know our project is is a project that i think is really going to help is it you know is it the savior there probably not i think i think all 
all the beings here are saviors of the earth by, you know, waking themselves up, you know. That's what it's all about. There is no one savior. I think we're just all doing our part to help, you know. Yeah, so the, uh, the the different levels of, of consciousness or the different uh, multiverses and so forth, how, how do you ex- how do you explain all of that? Because there's, I think that, you know, sometimes I feel like I exist in some of these other dimensions and I come back and then I go back to those and I keep coming back and forth. How, how do, and, and there's timelines. I feel like I'm involved in timeline wars and all kind of crazy stuff. Um, how, how do you term all that stuff? How do you put all that stuff together in your, your mind and consciousness? Cause you're, you're brilliant in the way you're sharing all this information. Thank you so much. Well, because that can be come from the ultimate dimension, which is, you know, prime creator dimension. Mm-hmm. I never say infinite dimension. Well, you can say infinite dimension, it doesn't matter, but it's forever expanding. You know, there's more dimensions being, you know, prime creators creating stuff. And because that beings are here, you know, we're here on this third dimensional thing to really help, uh, A, create smaller stuff and also create, you know, instruments like the Akashic Records to stop people from altering past time space, you know. You know, give you an example. Well, you probably know this, I know. But, <laughs> but if, you know, if you, if you go back in time, so we go back in time on this timeline right now, my timeline, and then you see Hitler over there, can you take him out? No, because his timeline's already happened. You can't alter stuff from this timeline. So I think they put that in place because they knew people would have time machines, and they do, of course. You know, they've got uh, the looking glass technology and go with the future, you know, and look at the future. I mean, I can remote, I can see timelines. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, again, I mean, the problem is you can see the future, but it's if you're playing chess 8,000 moves ahead each side, it's going to change. And that's why I never give time scales out because, you know, I could say, well, you know, next Friday at 5 p.m. Central Time, something big is going to happen. And then suddenly, you know, within four minutes, someone's moved the chessboard like one move and the whole thing's changed and then it could be three weeks away, you know. That's why, but you can see that, you know, the collective timeline's moving towards a precipice where I think the transition's going to be when people do have no food, when gas has gone up to $15 a gallon, when things are really struggling and, you know, there's... In fact, there's no gas, there's no diesel. You know, they're, they're shutting down plants left and right. You know, it's it's bizarre, and people aren't seeing it. But once we get to that precipice, where there's no diesel. You know, there's no supply chain, there's no nothing. Then that'll be the time that the government's incapacitated. They can step in legally and say, "You guys are out because you can't look after the people." Bye. And I think that's coming near, fairly close. I mean, I don't see right now. I don't see the the November elections happening because I think transition is going to happen before that. I don't know if you've remote viewed that, but right yeah, now the collective timeline is it's, 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 it's not there, you know, and yeah. my, my feeling as well, I think is that I think America is going to go back to sort of an age American system where you've got a chief of each state and, you know, I think all the politicians are going to change into wise people instead of, you know, just people who want to fill their pockets full of money. I think the whole thing will change. It'll take a time because it'll be a much better, you know. Mm. I mean, the other great thing about it, and people say, oh, my God, you know, it's all falling apart. Well, the great thing about it is that people never really learn unless you take them way outside their comfort zone. Like, oh, you've got no food. Well, what are you going to do? Oh, let's start growing it or let's do something. And, you know, then you get back to everyone's growing their food and their greenhouse and everything else. What a great thing. And what's going to happen to Walmart? You know, what's going to happen to... Hopefully Amazon, you know, all these things will start tanking. And I, th- I think they need to. They've just got too greedy, too big. 
Right. And I think, you know, it's up to us to stop buying their stuff, you know, because, uh, you know, honestly, Michael, I'm guilty of myself, you know, because it's so easy. <laughs> you order something, it's there the next day. I'm guilty of it myself, but, but, you know, I'm trying to set up now so that we're in a place where we're not reliant on these massive corporations, you know, and I want to make more sure myself, you know, we've got greenhouses and, you know, um, I think it's really important. Food is, to me, key. Yeah, I definitely see that. Uh, I like you, like you. I remote view the uh, the November election. I didn't see it. I was on either side a week, either side, and I didn't see it. So um, I, I agree with you that something's coming before that. Something's changing, and it's gonna and it's gonna like make that uh, not not viable. We we won't be able. To, we won't need to do that, or we won't do that because something else is gonna be uh, put in place. So that'll be interesting uh, if it happens within the next few days and the next few weeks or whatever comes down. Uh, and like you, you know, I, I used to look at uh, things in the future, like week, two weeks in advance. And I would say, this is what's going to happen on this day at this time. And it would happen just like I described it. But then it came to a point, um, I'd say probably after 2012, uh, um, where it's, I couldn't do that anymore. So I can look at uh, a future event and kind of get a rough idea, like there's not going to be a November election, but that's all I get because I think that we're supposed to have a conscious event. It's supposed to be a learning event. So like us, you know, we can look into the future and see stuff or you can go to the galactic council and then you get, you get wiped. So you don't come back and they read what's, what's coming. Uh, yeah, so what what'd you learn? Um, I'm not sure. I'll have to... <laughs> it's right on the back of the ear, so I'll have to dig it. <laughs> it's, it's a pain, but it, but it does stop, you know, it does stop the CIA and people from being able to read your mind. And I think that's important because they can read it, you know, they can read it straight away. And, uh, you know, if it's in the conscious, subconscious, they can't so much. And so that's why I think they wipe your mind. But but I can tell I've been because especially on ship, you think, oh, my God, you know, my whole body is like, Feels like a beat with a baseball bag. Because <laughs> these things travel 275,000 miles an hour. You know, it's crazy stuff. You know? mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. It's fascinating. So I, I see that we're going to, at some point, be able to travel to, you know, uh, different galaxies and, uh, you know, at least definitely in our solar system and then eventually, you know, throughout our galaxy and then other galaxies. How, how do you see that taking place? And, you know, what, what do you who's going to be able to do that and, and how's that going to turn out? I think, I mean, um, these pyramids actually can travel with them as well. You can travel from pyramid to pyramid. So you want to go to Arcturian's 12th dimension, you can go there wow. on their uh, place, you know, so you can actually, and they've, they've got chambers into, because of course, you know, if they come here, you know, the, the oxygen level, it's, it's probably not the right atmosphere uh, to, to, you know, they can't stay from more than 10 minutes because I was laughing with them one day. I said, well, you know, we're going to have to share some wine. He goes, well, we can for 10 minutes and then we'll have to get back inside the pyramid because, you know, the whole the whole atmosphere is wrong and probably yours there is probably the same. But I, th I think what will happen, I mean, they had a slew of pyramids here. They've all been shut down. You know, the Giza pyramids used to have uh, what I call the Ark of the Covenant on it, which is... Uh, uh, a seven or eight foot, you know, uh, crystal on top of the thing. And then underneath that was the uh, Holy Grail type thing, which interfaced between the crystal and also uh, the top of the pyramid. And they've been taken down. So they're not anywhere near as powerful as they used to be. 
And that's why it says, you know, if you look at the Bible, Hazel to the Ark of the Covenant, you'll get burnt. Well, you know, if you do, obviously it was like a lens and people got burnt, so they actually covered it with uh, with gold to stop that from happening. But, of course, they've taken all – they've dismantled it. Are they, are they powerful? Yeah. They're, they're, but they're also not quite on the ley lines now because the ley lines move. And what they've done with these new pyramids is they've made sure, you know, because it does have a whole of records below it, they've made sure that you can move them in the future. Like maybe a thousand years, the ley lines will move. You need to move them, you know, so many degrees or or whatever. So, you know, it'll be good because you can, you know, you can keep the vibration this planet maintained. Um fascinating. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 amazing that you can move in the pyramids because that's kind of my uh my my view from past lifetimes and stuff like that and uh and working in those those realms. So uh that's 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 fascinating. So when these pyramids come in, will they be uh, will people in 3D be able to see them, uh, or how how is it going to work initially? No, people. Feel, I mean, when they first come in, they'll be cloaked. Of course, they can hide them, you know. But uh, and then they'll suddenly appear. And I think it's a good thing, really, because I think people have lost their way with you know with all the religions and you know hijacking. You know, um, all the religions has got some satanic element in them without even realizing it. Like, for example, you know, if I can give an example, people probably get cheesed off with this, but don't know what to tell you. If you look at Christianity, doing um, communion, you know, drinking the blood of Christ and eating his flesh is satanic. And they say, well, no, it's because of the new covenant. Well, look up the new covenant on the internet. What's it about? Goes back to the Vatican. It's all about your sacrifice. Now, so step back and think about this. If God loves you without condition, why would God want you to sacrifice yourself? God wants you to get out and do stuff, you know, and be a warrior, not, you know, chop yourself into bits and, you know, or, you know, because what what use is that, you know? So, and, you know, so it, all these things, you know, the Mayans got it wrong. They used to chop your head off, cut your heart out, and, you know, offer it to the gods and, just nuts, you know, but uh, but it's infiltrated everywhere. There's there's all all most religions have got some issue with them, as far as you know they've been hijacked in some way. I mean, of course, I don't even know the story of Jesus. It's it's quite close to me, but you know, um, after three days, of course, they thought your soul left your body, so they took him down off the cross. Uh, Magdalene did this and took him to um, France to a name, you know. There was a town there called Tarot, and they actually were the people who created the first tarot cards. You know, Jesus and Magdalene, Magdalene and, you know, um, I want to recreate those one of these days. I see them, but again, I can't paint, so <laughs> we'll have to try and somehow, you know, see if we can actually connect a printer. So we, if you remote view it, oh, it's that, and then, you know, okay, let's print it out. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> I'm sure they have the technology to do it, but who knows? But I want to create the original... Magi or Mechizedek tarot cards, you know, I think it'll be really interesting. Wow, that's incredible. So, what what are, what is your what are your views on those now? Because I know uh, I I deal with a woman, uh, uh, Janine Morgeau, tarot by Janine. She does uh, tarot cards really well. Really connects, I think, really uh, with the with good energies and uh, brings forth that energy. What what do you see with the tarot cards going uh, in the future? How does that work out? I think I think you know if you can get the right tarot cards and connect the energy like Jenny and I think you can do a, a great job you know a really good job and I've got a lady do readings for me you know because we just check in because you know sometimes you just need that confirmation is it right do you see it you know and, and I think it's really important but but you know energy cards of course if you get 
if you get the ones where people have channeled the reptilians to create them, uh, then you're going to have a problem. <laughs> so it's all about, you know, again, if you're channeling, uh, I would recommend saying the 27 Eastern Merkabar field prayer around you. And also, if you're channeling, ask these in quotes guides, are you of God? <laughs> if they're reptilian or they're draconian or, or they're not good, they'll never say I'm of God. They'll say nothing. So if you see nothing, oh, you're not of God, then send them away, you know, send them back to God. Really important this time because I see a lot of people getting hijacked and not even realize, not their fault. It's just, I think they're not asking the right questions, you know. And I think it's really important to clear yourself. So, you know, yeah, uh, I, it, it's it's amazing the hijacking that's going <laughs> And then you've got the spiritual community, you know, you've got people getting all, you know, upset about different things. And, they, you know, you've got the true seeking community, you know, some of that's hijacked. And it's it's very difficult. It's sad to watch, you know. Um, and to me, I just sit back and, ah, whatever. <laughs> I take the hippie approach, never mind. <laughs> so... So, some people have said that there's going to be uh, a a breakaway Earth, and there's another Earth that that kind of you know, moves into a different dimensional realm. And those that are evolved will, uh, you know, go with the the higher realm Earth, and then those that aren't evolved will go with the other Earth. And I've heard other people say, no, they're going to go to another Earth in another uh, part of the, uh, you know, Milky Way. And but what what are your, what are your views on that? I think it's going to separate in time space because. If you think about it, you know, the high vibration, once you get to a new vibration, it's going to transition to a different dimension, but the one here will stay the same. So I think what's going to happen is it'll separate and it'll kind of become uh, duality in two different dimensions. But I, I feel like this third dimensional will, will collapse, you know, it'll just, you know, collapse in its own negativity. And, you know, the new one will be, you know, if you're in a different dimension, of course, you don't need money because most, you know, most of these dimensions, you can manifest anything. You don't have to worry about money. You know, I want some food. It's there. I mean, I can manifest pretty well now, but, but you know, I think it's it's slower down here because the energy is so dense, you know. Uh, it takes a lot to break through it. That's why we used to do uh, what I call the Magi Manifestation where, it's using a pentagram. People say, oh, that's, that's really pagan. You know, no, it's not. You know, it depends how you use it. Everything is about your intent, you know. So you draw a pentagram, five-pointed star. It's, it's like having five pyramids pointing in. So what you do is you set the vibration on the end of it. I don't know if you've seen this, Michael, but, you know, who, what, where, when, why. Mm-hmm. Now, I know the CIA use this and, you know, different people, but they use Luciferian symbology, Mm. And I've used, uh, you know, uh, angelic symbology. And it, with the angelic symbology, so what you do is you write your name. Who? Well, you know, Michael Jacob. So you have to write it backwards, and then you have to transpose the letters to the uh, angelic symbology. So you write it out. And then what do you want? Well, you know, car, you know, or vehicle. You have to say, like, Chevy Cruze, you know, so Chevy Cruze. Write it backwards. Uh, where do you want it? Well, um, you know, in your driveway, you know. You have to make them simple, otherwise you'd be there forever. Right. When do you want it? You can only manifest in the now, so in the now. Why do you want it? Um, so I can, you know, uh, use it for my work to, you know, help humanity. If it's the right intent, you'll get it from God. You know, if you say, what well, a Bentley to show off the ladies around town, uh, it's not going to work because you manifest, you should be going to Lucifer for that stuff, you know, because it's greed. So it's all about intent. 
And that used to work brilliantly. So what you do is you basically do a ceremony. Okay, dear God, I release this manifestation to you now, and you burn it and send it out. And I've I've taught this a few times. And wow, things just happen like that. It's incredible. You know, I've had people back the next week. Wow, you know, I just wanted. One lady said, I just wanted $431 because that was what my credit goal was. And she said, on Tuesday, after I'd done this thing, the uh, Bank of America phoned up and said, well, you've been such a good customer. We've decided to give you exactly $431. Now, that's not coincidence. That's like manifestation. Oh, no, no. <laughs> and she's blown away. <laughs> I, I've done that quite a few times too. Uh, you know, when I needed, when you needed cash to handle certain things, I was like, oh, I want to like a certain amount raise. Uh, and then I would get that certain amount raised. I was like, I should have asked for more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. like, I'm changing myself. Yeah. Can we go a bit higher? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I've done it myself. I remember, uh, you know, when I was on the powerless victim thing, I went to Belize and Chantovic is uh, a Mayan temple in San Ignacio. And, uh, I went there, and, uh, you might think, you know, man's are pretty satanic and got it all wrong, but their their temples are really powerful. I mean, I was sitting there for about uh, the whole afternoon, seeing visions and everything else. That's what who really helped me. But this lady from Hollister, she went there and she was like so drunk she could hardly stand. You know, when she came down, <laughs> they had to carry her down. But it was amazing. But but uh, when I was there, um, it was interesting because these guys sponsored me to go there. They paid for the flight ticket. I said, yeah, there'll be money for food, everything else. There wasn't. I didn't have a penny for food. And, of course, being the powerless victim, I'm not going to ask, you know. I'm, you know. So, so after about five days, I was getting pretty exhausted. And, you know, I was sitting in front of people who were eating breakfast and never asked, you know. Um, no cup of coffee, no nothing. Ten days went by. After 21 days, I got pretty cheesed off. Uh, I've had enough of this. Uh, okay, God, I command our food now because I deserve it, and I thank you, God. You know what, within 15 minutes, the most dodgy guy in Belize, he's looking around like this. So, Chris, here's 50 Belize dollars. Now, that's $15 in, you know, our money. 50 Belize dollars. You know what, that lasted me two weeks for food, and I was blown away, because, but don't tell anybody, because they'll think I'm weak. It was like the wheeler and dealer of, of San Ignacio. So, it just goes to show you, you know, manifestation really, really does work, you know, if you really believe it, and you put your power behind it. Interesting. So healing people, people that have been uh, abductees, uh, you know, maybe had uh, they were from Illuminati families, uh, Luciferian and all that, all that crazy stuff. How do you go about healing people like that? Well, you really have to do one to one sessions. And, you know, what I do is use the thing of wisdom beyond forgiveness. Now, what's that? Well, what you can do is go on past timeline. So I go on a timeline where they remember like the abuse. So what you can do is, you know, you're going through, all right, I saw myself, we'll get the video in your mind. I can see what they're seeing. I say, okay, go through it. Let's go step at a time. So what, what is the analysis? So they explain it and then, oh, you great me and it's terrible. Right, let's go through the video again. And I want you to change the outcome for what you feel so you want to happen. You know, so of course you go through it, he's almost raping and suddenly the you know, police show up and, get aggressive, they're jailed for life and whatever. And then I get them to get that person's mind, you know, face in their mind in that past timeline. And then, you know, I get them when they're ready. And sometimes you can't do this straight away because they've got to be ready. They've got to basically say, you know, look, I thank you for, for your partition in my uh, lifetime. 
I bless you on your journey. I'm going to send you unconditional love. Now, if you've been raped or tortured by somebody, it takes a while to release that emotion before they can get there. But once you inject unconditional love into that timeline, it comes back up. It completely changes the person. And, but, you know, of course, if you've been abused for 16, 20 years, which, you know, I mean, they start at three. You know, I've I've seen some, you know, horrific things with these people. You know what happens, but, yeah. you know, they, they get them pregnant, you know, they rip it out without any anesthetic, eat the fetus, get the mother to eat the fetus. All those sort of, you know, worse things go up. Well, I don't know what could be worse for uh, satanic things in Masonic temples. You know, I've seen it all and helped them through it to the point where they get bad. But I did have one lady who was, uh, I think it was MK Ultra, where it was imprinted in mind. I saw like a, a, um, a sequence of letters and I was worried that if they appeared in the newspapers or on the news, you know, that would, put her in an altered state where she'd go into something stupid. So she flew into Branson and we spent the weekend, I removed it and she was good to go. But you know, that's the problem with MK Ultra. You've got to be really careful. I haven't had that uh, altered state, I mean, you know, and bringing them back too early, the land of the living, because when you break someone's soul, it breaks them down so much that, you know, it's, it's, it's just crazy. So yeah, it takes a lot of work, a lot of work. Wow. So you've, you've also talked about how, uh, you know, the Pope and, uh, the Vatican and so forth is, uh, satanic, uh, uh, Illuminati. There's, uh, also the Masons and so forth. You know, I've known, I grew up in a, a Mason family. I, I never became a Mason. Uh, I saw the way they were. I was like, okay, maybe not, but, um, you know, Shriners and so forth. I, I was around all that stuff. Um, when, when I, when I would see my buddies, uh, become Masons, uh, and initially they were, they're into some of the stuff that I was into, you know, past lives and all the, all the spiritual stuff, the intuition. And so, and once, once they went deeper into the Masons, it, it shut off and they became almost like, uh, angry towards me. So I was like, uh, there's something going on in there. Can you tell us a little bit? I've heard you explain a little bit about the, uh, that order and, and how that works. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, of course, you know, when, when people join the Masons, you know, they think that, oh, it's a great business club. I'm going to have a beer and whatever. So you go there, you want a degree, you know, but, you know, then you get two degrees, then you get five degrees. Oh, just wait till you get to 10 degrees. After 10 degrees, you're in it. You're not getting out. You know, and people don't realize that. And they introduce her to the dogs of war. They introduce her to the Luciferians. You know, you see this shit because they muster it up, you know. And they also do the blood ritual. You know, once you've done the blood rituals of all this stuff, uh, there's no going back. It's the same, you know, all these people in Hollywood, or a lot of them, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them have done these blood rituals and they're, they're Satanists, you know. Um, yeah. That's what Lucifer is. Yeah. It was actually, you know, there's a massive Luciferian cavern under the Vatican and that's what they, you know, anyway. You can see all the symbology, but so so then you keep going to 33 degrees and, you know, you're still really like, you know, yeah, you're more evolved, but you're a nobody. You know, 34 to 37 is the Bohemian Grove. That's the elite order. You know, the Rothschilds at the top, 37 degrees. Um, you know, you might get Obama, 36. You know, they're puppet masters, you know, underneath these big bankers. And it's really interesting. But they do satanic rituals all the time. We we do a ritual, a God ritual, every 120 days to break this stuff down. And I think I think it's really helping. You know, I'd urge anyone, you know, it's free to join. You know, it's going to be in August. Have a look at the website and keep an eye on it because 
we're going to put it up soon. And what we do is we call out, basically call out all the factions, you know, named or not named, known or unknown, like, you know, like, uh, you know, all the big pharma, uh, you know, the big, uh, big tech, uh, anyone in the governmental system, you know, deep state, uh, you know, all the agencies, we call them out and, you know, bring them before God, <coughs> excuse me, and release them to God with unconditional unforgiveness. It's the best thing because once you do that, you never know, you know, how deep this goes. It, it really, I think, is helping, you know. Mm. Yeah. Of course, they're doing the opposite to us. They're creating rituals to send you Luciferians, negative energy, you know, uh, mind control. So, <clears throat> Yeah, trying to, uh, you know, create fear and uh, disharmony, and then they use that energy. Uh, and some people I know, they, they basically, like we've talked about, you know, attach themselves to them. Uh, like I've, I've seen some of the terrorists that, you know, I worked on uh, that are gone now, like uh, Osama bin Laden and Zarqawi and some others. I basically was sending them love uh, for like about a year, and then eventually it would be probably my old SEAL team, uh, which is, was with uh, Osama bin Laden and Zarqawi, basically came in and, and took them out. So it basically lose it; they lose their uh, ability. So yeah, these 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 positive, um, you know, ceremonies that we do cuts into their negative because the the power of love is far outweighs anything that they can do. So. And that's that's very that's very amazing that you're doing that. Yeah, we do have 120 days, and and we kind of create a ritual because um, mm -hmm. uh, you know it's God ritual. So you know you do a map of intent, like you know you you go through it, and they say right, let's reinstate it every day at 3 p.m. Central Time for the next 120 days. That creates a God ritual out of it, where it's reinstated every day. That means that you know that were counteracting their satanic rituals. And I think it's really important, you know, so. Excellent. Excellent. So you have a uh, healing services, uh, sacred prayer collections, pretty, pretty beautiful site. Very nice. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Bless you. Yeah. We do, you know, we do our best. We've got books. We've got uh, meditations. They're healing meditations. What it means is that, you know, we put the meditations on and you could just lie there and because that being invoked by my voice will come in open a portal and they'll work on it you know like for example you know if you've got uh, a lot of who hasn't got anxiety about probably everybody <laughs> so, but add adhd ocd ptsd um uh, we've got the um they we call it the brain series where what it does is it releases the emotion related to that condition and then they work on the um, neurochemical balance like serotonin gaba dopamine the glands in the brain to help rebalance them because they've all got off balance of course so so yeah that really helps so like uh for instance your throat chakra meditation uh how, how does that uh help well, basically, what we're doing is uh, we're moving we're moving the energy into the heart chakra to be processed and released. So you know they're doing that. So because that begins going, we I always start with combing the meridians first because it's really important that you know you're going to have stuck energy if you're in a third dimensional world. You're going to have stuck energy if you go to the chiropractor. Uh, sorry, not the chiropractor. The um, uh, what do you call them? Mm, the guys with needles. What they're called. Uh, Oh yeah, I, it's black. You know what I mean. The, I, uh, yeah. got needles in. Yeah, someone will tell us sometimes. Acupuncturist. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So what they do is they put needles clear. Well, what the that beans do 
What I do is put you in a portal, uh, eight portals around you, bond it into Merkabah fields, 27 extract Merkabah fields. That means the Mechizedek beings can come through the ultimate edge. And what they do is they literally take their angelic hands go down your body. So they comb it all out. And then we give you energy. You know, if you've got sparakeets and Mantep, which is brilliant, Lyme, HIV, AIDS, Agent Orange, Morgellons, or uh, the vaccine, we give you space-time continuum energy, or attacking energy, because it, it starts to break the molecular structure down. And then we start working on the body once we've raised your vibration and uh, we release, you know, they they move the energy down from, you know, the throat into the heart chakra and process it. It's, a, it's an amazing meditation. And, you know, you can just look, relax there because I know people are really busy. They're probably exhausted. If you play it, it'll work, you know, so it really helps, I think. So... How, how many books have you uh, you written at this point? It's, I'd see quite a few. <laughs> I, I always laugh with this, you know, like dyslexia. <laughs> yeah. Now I've written about six. I mean, yeah, I've got this one, History, Truth, and Healing of Manufacturing. That's the last one I wrote. This was before COVID, so we didn't put COVID, you know, vaccine and stuff in it, but it was, talks about Morgellons and how it's, uh, how it's transitioned. So absolutely. So about six, you know, we've got one on the center of the mind. Uh, when the pandemic was here, we tried to, you know, use that to help people do exercises to get their mind centered and get back into their high vibrational place and not engage with people who are outside. And it's not, you know, it's not that you judge people. It's just that, you know, you have to keep yourself safe. You could love somebody without condition from a distance. You know, if you get them in your space, then things are going to go south. So it's really important to set boundaries. And that's what I did with the father, you know, when I set massive boundaries with him. And now he knows what to talk about. He knows not what to talk about. And I said to him, I don't berate him. You know, I'm different than you. Uh, you know, you're an accountant. Am I interested in accounts? No. You know, I don't do the accountant's ministry. You know, I pay the accountant because I can't stand accounts, can't stand IT stuff anymore. Just love the healing. So I focus on that and pay everybody else to do the things I don't like. And in that way, you can really stay in your space, you know? Yeah, no doubt. So uh, going forward, what do you what do you see for, uh, like, the Vatican? Is you think that's going to uh, fall, the city of London, Washington, D.C.? You think all these uh, control systems uh, collapse here in the, in the near future? Yeah, I mean, what I see is I think the nerve center is in America, you know, the deep yeah. state nerve center. You know, you, you've got all the big families and whatever. Uh, of course, it's linked to London, you know, with the Rothschilds and everything else. But yeah. I think, and, you know, the Queen of England, of course, is the head of Illuminati. I mean, she passed away a while back, but people think, think she's here. And yeah. We're doing the Jubilee of the Reptilian. Yay! I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and I'm... I'm you know, I'm British, but, you know, I, I don't believe in, you know, honouring uh, reptilian creatures, but anyway, it's what it is. But she's ahead of it. Once, once that once that falls apart, I think the Vatican's fallen apart already. Yeah. I think they've stripped them, from what I see, they've stripped uh, mm -hmm. the money out of them, they've lost their money. I think there's a lot of factions, and people don't realise this, there's a ton of stuff going behind the scenes. Could we go back view it all? Probably not, because, you know, you'd be there, like, weeks, you know, trying to look at different things. But I know, you know, the McKeel's that beings where they talk to us saying, you know, these things are being brought down bit by bit. And I think they looked at the Vatican first and they took their quad trillion billion dollars, you know. So they've lost most of their money. And I think they've moved that away because it stole the money. Oh, yeah. It's the same with the IRS over here. You know, I, right. people don't realize it, but they used to pay 20% of it to the Queen of England. 
what's she got to do with America? <laughs> yeah. But it's all it's all connected, you know. And so yeah. I think it's all going to be exposed. It's coming. It's and, and exposing is is the key. I think uh, you know, so people can see this and and wake up from it, like you know, we talked about in the beginning. Uh, so we have uh, Nancy Pelosi's there at the Vatican right now, getting her her communion. Uh, we we know that Roe versus Wade was overturned, so they're you know they're not liking that very much. Uh, so that that's a big uh, you know destruction of their system. And now she's going to the Vatican. He's giving her communion communion after her. Uh, I guess she had a you know someone here in America in San Francisco uh, that basically said, "Yeah, you're not." we don't, we don't recognize you anymore. So now she goes to sees the Pope and he says, Oh yeah, we'll give you communion here in the, and the, the satanic, uh, Vatican. So I think this is, uh, <laughs> you know, this is basically revealing, uh, to everyone, you know, what, what this is all about. Oh yeah. Well, I think it's, I think when it, when it happens, when, when it topples, it's going to happen swiftly, but you, you know, the precipice, I, honestly, Michael, I don't think the precipice is quite here yet because I don't think people have got it. You know, they're getting it. They're starting to understand. But, but you know, like I said earlier, you, you've got to really take people outside the box before they grow. And, you know, I don't know about you, but, you know, I remember, you know, when I first realized, oh, my God, you know, this this place is so nuts and nothing's sacred. Right. And, you know, and then you go through like a grieving process almost in tears, like, you know, it can't be this bad, can it? And the answer is, well, yeah, it's worse than you think, but you'll find out, don't worry, you know. And, and you go through life, and then uh-huh. once you've grieved it, you then become an inner strength. Like, I want to change this, you know, and, and that's where we need people to be. I want to change it. You know, it's like child trafficking. I always say I'm an American citizen. I was uh, made American citizen in 2018. But actually a beautiful judge who was so loving and kind, uh, one of the few, but there are loving, kind judges around. Uh, you know, I never want to judge anybody. There's great people in all factions. That If we didn't have great people, then the whole world would just collapse. But but there is great people trying to work towards, a, you know, the common goal of raising the vibration. But I think, um, what was it going with that? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm like Trump and anybody else. I'm not a politician, but not on my watch, you know, not having child trafficking on my watch. It's got to stop. And I'm sure we all believe in it, you know. Right, yeah. Yeah, I've been pushing the trial trafficking stuff information for uh, a couple of years now. And I remember when I first started, uh, you know, bringing it up, the, the people that were, had been doing it for years and years, years we can do a show, but no one's going to pay attention. I'm like, they're going to pay attention. They're ready now. And sure enough, I mean, people are really waking up to it and, and really coming in and they want to see this information. They want to awaken to it. They want to see who's involved with it. Like, for instance, we have, you know, the, the Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, and, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, they had serviced a lot of people, but yet we still don't really know those people. There's no name list. They, they, they're basically gone. Uh, she just got to uh, charge with, uh, you know, she's going to sp- spend 20 years behind bars or s- probably eight. If, if it goes the way they, they probably plan it, but it won't. Yeah. Uh, so we, we don't, they're not even revealing cause we think that, you know, Bill Clinton went a lot of times to the Island. But they're not revealing, you know, who the people on that list was. This is unbelievable, uh, you know, information that they're withholding from the, you know, people of the world. Oh yeah, I mean, I think I think the the in quotes patriot people. I don't like the word white hats. People who give a crap about humanity, you know, the people who are working and behind the scenes to do all this stuff. I think they've got all this information already. I just think it's a matter of time of getting the right time to put it out. 
But you've got to remember, I mean, you know, we're all, you know, shadow banned. I mean, we're shadow banned on Facebook. Um, I, I got two strikes on YouTube for doing healings, and I don't understand it because I didn't, I never do these things on, you know, YouTube. I just do, and I know you put it on YouTube and then take it down and move it. But, right. you know, I've just been doing like, Spiritual healings. Oh well, this is medical misinformation. <laughs> it's, but it's gold stuff. It's all to do with you know the big farmer. You know, but anyway, I don't want to tell you. So we got two strikes. So I can't put anything on YouTube until the twenty eighth. So we're moving to time. I started putting it on Telegram because it's just safer. You know. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, and that's that's what I do. I started a private channel. I have Rumble. I have um, uh, Telegram. So it, it does make a difference. So yeah, we're we're live on YouTube right now, but it it obviously won't live there because you know we we talk about medical uh ways that you can heal yourself uh and you know through spiritual practices and so forth and uh big pharma doesn't like that they they want to make money oh. they, they can't you know the nazi the old nazi system that's now the new nazi system uh you know is is not going to make money that way so they're they restricted uh this information i i've done so i've lost so many channels this is like my ninth channel I, i'm sure i'll lose this one within a few weeks but I, I just keep coming back and just keep posting this stuff. It's uh, cause YouTube is where it has more reach. So it, it goes yeah. out there and reaches those people that are still a little sleep, you know, cause they don't come to rumble. They don't come to bit shoot and other places where this stuff is, uh, where the truthers are at, you know, or if you want to call them that, uh, I, I'm like you, I don't really call myself a truth or a white hat or anything. I'm just a dude that's like coming out with the, you know, information, you know, from my view of what's going on in the world. Uh, and from a spiritual bent, you know, as a remote viewer and so forth. But yeah, I think that, uh, you know, as we move forward, uh, that that system, uh, you know, collapses as well. Like you just talked about all the big corporations are going to collapse in on themselves, uh, here fairly soon. Oh yeah. And I think, you know, people, I think, you know, if you look at it, I mean, all these big corporations like big tech are going to be put up like treasonous and i think the oh, yeah. major guys will go down you know because of the laws that trump put in place before he left he can take all the assets and strip them all away so they're gonna they're gonna bring camper vans with you know i would <laughs> i always see this vision they they keep showing me this vision like a camper van with mold all over it and it's got microsoft on the side <laughs> and then bill and melinda, melinda gates walk out you know oh that'll, that'll be the future you know i, I keep seeing it I'm like, oh, okay it's coming Oh, you know, wow. you never know how many people have taken out already because there are doubles for people, you know. Right. Yeah. And uh, and there are you know um, clones and things like this, so you never know how you know they probably have done a lot of it already without us knowing. I think this is just a puppet show, you know. I mean, Biden's not the president. Trump's no. always been the president, but you know, I think um, you just got to show the people and then we introduce it and turn it around again. I think it's amazing. I agree. So what led you to Missouri to, uh, you know, from England to Missouri, that's quite a little, uh, jaunt. <laughs> it's interesting because when I went out to Belize, there was this lady and she was being hounded by a faction of the Illuminati. What do they call themselves? He called it Knights Templar something, you know, I forget how, but anyway, so when he was hounded, they were hounding her, you know, like threatening her and all this sort of thing. And anyway, I did a ceremony when I was down in Belize. She was there and did a ceremony and she said, you know, it stopped, completely stopped. But she go, oh my God, it stopped, you know, this hounding and these emails. And so she said, well, would you come and stay with my father, you know, myself in Missouri, you know? And uh, anyway, I came and stay with her for a little bit and 
uh, you know, got to know, and I just loved it. So I thought, I need to come out here, you know. So uh, I got sponsored by somebody who came out here, and and then uh, from there, I met my wife, Mandy, and, you know, uh, married him, you know, and became an American citizen in 2018, which is great. And uh, now, you know, I just love it, you know, because here people are, are way more awake, well, more, uh, what would you call it, willing to listen, I think is probably yeah. a good word, yeah. than, than they are in the UK. I mean, the problem with the UK, a lot of people get very reactive, you know, Mm. And uh, you know, and I used to probably be the same. I don't know, maybe I'm not, you know. But I mean, I've I've changed completely. I've become a hippie, you know, because I just I look at so many things and I never judge people or anything. But there's so much judgment around, you know. It's it's really whipping up the anger that you know they want to feed off, you know. And like this Rogue versus Raid, all I've done is transitioned it, you know, because of the Constitution, you know, they've transitioned it to. You know the the states, and so you kind of think, why are you like writing? Not you know they've just basically stuck to the constitution, which is a you know is, you're born with that right, you know. So it's uh, it's strange, you know, but you know they're obviously whipping up narratives. They want to get BLM and Antifa out and all that sort of thing. That's uh you know that's their modus operandi, I guess. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I was I was quite surprised uh, when I when I released my uh, first book uh, a little over ten years ago, The Intuitive Warrior. Uh, I was invited to come to Paris, and I was going to speak in Paris uh, at different events. <clears throat> and they had a riot because I was coming in, and because I was I was into past lifetimes. Uh, they had a riot at the church where I was going to speak at, so they canceled everything. So I I just spoke to uh groups in the parks so uh it's still crazy good yeah it's crazy so i uh another group came up to me and said we we would love to you come to our church and talk and then i started oh wow that'd be great and then they're asking me some questions and uh and then they started to go oh no you you can't come and talk to us i was like (laughs) (laughs) i was i was very disappointed because i thought here i'm coming to europe they're, they have to be so much more enlightened because they've been there for thousands and thousands of years. You know, we're we're descendants from Europeans, of course. Uh, so it's going to be amazing. But it, it was like you said, it was very rigid. Uh, it was very disappointing. I was I was shocked. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, you know they get so reactive. I mean, I, I was going to go to Australia and they were going to pay for the ticket, everything else. Same thing happened, and they said we want to read your book. You know, so <clears throat> send them a book. They read it. Oh, uh, they've cancelled it. Why is that? Well, you talk about entities. Oh, okay. You know, and then I had another Southern Baptist church in, in America, you know, I was going to speak there. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I just, uh, the, the pastor said, well, the board have decided the, uh, a little bit too much for us. <laughs> so, okay. Well, that's okay. I mean, I love Jesus' teachings. Right. You know, Jesus was part of the that stuff. And, you know, his teachings, all they were was unconditional love and don't judge. That, that's the biggest thing with that and stuff teachings. Don't judge. Yeah. Love people, yeah. You can set boundaries, you know. But I don't believe in the sinner shit, you know. You're on, you know. You're on, you know. You're stuck in this crazy planet, you know, to learn. And you know, is anyone going to do daft stuff? Well, yeah, we've all done stupid shit, you know, in our life. And you've got to forgive yourself and move on, you know. But if you start berating yourself, oh, I'm a sinner. I'm not worthy. I always look at the um, the creed, you know, of uh, of you know, doing the communion. And it always says, we are not so worthy as to gather up the crumbs under thy table. Or, what? <laughs> I mean, if Jesus was sitting there, he'd be converting water to wine, he'd have free wine, you know, get the bread, and you'd be having a wild party. You know, the guy, 
you know, he, he wouldn't want you to get on your knees and start licking up the crumbs. That was not him. So why even talk about that? You know, and the answer is, it's frustrating, you know. You know, but it's teaching people to be powerless victims. You know, we'll always talk that. You know, I always laugh with people, even when you're born, you know, you're popping your head out the vaginal opening, IRS is in the corner, welcome to Earth, here's your invoice, you know, and then it goes more crazy from there, you know. So, you know, you're enslaved from the day you're born. But, but it's, you know, but only if you allow it, if you actually take a step back for this matrix, switch all the news off, forget about the stuff, get in your space, get back to nature, you know. I'm seeing a lot more people come back to nature and want to be amongst the trees. We have 42 acres 20 minutes away because we're actually living in the mystery building about move the girls out because we're building a house down there and you know it's it's isolated it's in the middle of forest you know we're starting to build it when we build it we're going to get our own greenhouses you know when i go down there honestly michael it's incredible because if you feel a little bit angsty sometimes i don't know you get it but you can feel that heavy chest of the collective and you go down there and you just think ah you know you can just feel yourself like the trees absorb it all it's just incredible you know it really is incredible yeah, I'm the same way. I'm definitely a nature boy. So if I if I feel a little uh, antsy, then I'm out, I'm out in nature. That's what happened to me when I left the uh, the CIA. Uh, and, and life turned upside down, and they they came after me and basically took all my money and everything. So, but um, I I did a four four month uh, hike on the Pacific Crest Trail, and during that time frame is where I just unloaded all the negativity and increase my spirituality and, and got a game plan for coming back and, you know, uh, teaching like I do. So yeah, the, and, and that's the way Jesus was. He didn't teach in temples. Uh, he didn't have a temple. He would teach mostly on the, in the, uh, open space. So that's oh, yeah, in the open space. And, you know, people often say, you know, I mean, we you know, we're talking now, we've got all this IT stuff you have as well. It costs a lot of money. You know, we've got, 10 staff and everything else. I said, well, how dare you charge for a healing session? I said, well, it's like this. You know, I can either sit in the road and beg for food and do absolutely nothing, uh, or, you know, if you give us uh, energy exchange for the healing, I can then pay the staff and everything else so people can be booked. You know, we've got 10 staff in this thing. It's not a small enterprise. And, right. you know, people still have this thing, well, Jesus would have a charge. Well, yeah, but... Jesus, you know, he was an old tippler. He converted water to wine, so he used to tipple all day. That was free. And then, you know, he used to get the guys to the next village, get a free night, you know, free food, whatever. You didn't need all this money. You know, this money has been introduced. And, of course, you know, it's it's a crazy situation. I would love, I could never see it happening, but I'd love to go back to Barton, you know, not worry about money anymore. But yeah. will it ever happen? I, th I think it's gone too far, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it will, you know. But I see, a, I, I see a lot more barter, and I see people going back to their, you know, really grow their own food because the food's so contaminated. That's why everyone's sick in this country. You know, it's, well, in every country, it's wow. contaminated. So, oh, yeah, I totally it's agree. crazy. Yeah, I started, started growing my own food too. So it, it does make a difference. It tastes much better too because uh, I, know, I know what Well, it's got love in it. Yeah, it's, it's like, got love in it. It's like, I, good point, good point, love in it, yeah. Well, the other thing is when we go to restaurants, you know, I don't know about you, but, I, you know, three years ago, I used to love, oh, let's spend a couple of dollars. Let's go to a nice restaurant, treat ourselves because we work hard. You know, we, this is a way of life. You never get away from it. But but I love it, you know. But you, know, you pop this restaurant, you get a nice bottle of wine, and, you know, you get the food. It tastes absolutely divine. Now, if you go there, you can smell the food like, wow, there's something off by this food. All the food yeah. seems to smell off in the restaurants. And I think... 
I think twofold. One is that the vaccinated people are contaminated with all the you know vibration and everything else. And the other thing I think is that the uh, the supply chain, like Cisco, or whatever. I think the the food's changed. You know the meat. I mean, yeah. you know we bought we bought half a cow off the the architect who's doing this. He's part of the Amish lot. You know he's not Amish himself, but he was grew up them. And you know they they you know they t- they process the animal. They rear it. the food. You know this beef is just like off the charts. Like wow, you know I've never oh, tasted such good, good beef because there's love with it. You know the thing the animals loved and not you know just mass produced. So it does make a huge difference. I agree. And I think that's where, where we're going. Like you talked about, I don't think there's going to be, there's going to be supply chain issues. Obviously they're already started uh, and they're going to get worse, but I think people are going to, like we're talking about, they're going to move to local, local grown, um, you know, getting, cause here in Florida, we just have tons of food. Uh, we have uh, as, as many cattle as Texas, believe it or not. And so wow. there's, there, there's definitely uh, a movement, I think, to move towards, uh, and it's already happening. Uh, like local grocers and so forth are moving to the uh, the local community for uh, support and for uh, you know the nutrition. Uh, so I think that's going to make a big change. So yeah, it's it's everything is is changing. Everything is moving in the right direction. Our consciousness is moving in the right direction. Uh, there's some people that aren't going to get to go along, but that's part of you know who what they have chosen and uh, and their path. Uh, so we're not going to get so uh, wrapped up in that. So I, I have uh, another show. Unfortunately, uh, I would love to keep talking. Uh, what? Uh, okay, can... Michael. Yeah, I know it's okay. We'll have to we have to have more of these. It would be great. We'll do it again. Bless your heart. <laughs> you know, I love talking to you. Yeah. It's just like having a chat. You know, it is. Totally. Is, I mean, I know this is water, but you know, it could be it could be fermented water. But never mind. It's not. No, I mean, yeah, we'll do it again. I'd love to. And thanks for having me on. Yeah, if you if you want to contact us, go to that globalenlightenmentproject.com. You know, don't forget. You know, the things we offer, We do, I do specialized groups, up to 20 people. We talk to everyone first, and then we do the healing after. That lasts about two hours. We nice. do one-to-one sessions. Uh, I do uh, three times a week. I do a group uh, where it's actually streamed to uh, – we do it on uh, Zoom, but then we put it on Telegram, and it's on uh, Facebook as well, and that's by donation. You can come on that. That covers a lot of things. Does it cover everything? No, but – I always want to make sure, having been bankrupt and penniless, I always want to make sure people get the opportunity to do healing, even if you've got no money. And it's just by donation. So some people donate, some people don't. And, uh, you know, I've got a lot of books and everything else. And like I say, the Pyramid Project, you know, this is a huge project. You know, we we think that the infrastructure to actually put around it so people can... Because you imagine, you know, if these things appear, there's going to be millions of people want to see them. So... The infrastructure is probably going to cost about $200 billion. And again, that's not my deal. You know, people are taking care of all that. I'm just focusing on the pyramids and we'll need people to work there. You'll get paid for it. You can do your gifts and, you know, that's in the future. But, you know, it, it's an exciting future because there'll be places to live. It'll have its own farm, probably 10, 20,000 acres where it can supply the restaurants that it has and whatever, you know. So it'll be an incredible, you know, incredible project. So we're kind of looking forward to it. Good. All right. Yeah. Dr. Christopher Macklin, it's been a pleasure and an honor. You've you definitely uh, brought uh, a lot of insight uh, to me and a, a lot of people, and I'm sure this is going to be uh, shared widely. Uh, we'll put all the all your links in the description box, and uh, like I said, we'll, we'll uh, be chatting again in the future. So thanks a lot for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Michael, thanks for having me. Bless your heart. And love to you all guys listening. God bless. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. 
Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality. Oh,